What's up, y'all? Let's do this. afraid of in going on debates with like opponents why are the democrats afraid of having the pino debate like in primaries we, we gotta ask that question and so much more guys but before we go any further guys if you guys love nikki's world so much seriously guys seriously can y'all please consider donating a cup of coffee for me because for a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I am on Locals, guys, if you guys want to support and sponsor this podcast show. If you guys love Nikki's World so much... Please hit that like, subscribe, please give me a review, good, bad, and the ugly. Also, I do have affiliate links below, guys. If you guys want to support me through my affiliate links, you guys want to buy products, especially on Audible, because I have my podcast show on Audible. If you guys want to support me through that, the link's in the description below, all right? And before we get this show on the road, literally, guys... If you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World, please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Ooh wee! All right, all right, all right. Yeah, it was a busy day yesterday. I mean, yeah, I had to go see the doctor in in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts. Traffic was like kind of a bitch, especially like. With, like, road work and people, like, slowing down and gawking and looking at the road work. I mean, god damn, man. Holy cow. I mean, construction galore. I mean, literally, construction galore. Okay? So, yeah. 
Other than that, I'm still weary of starting work at Amazon, even though I have to do the paperwork by Friday, so I still have time to decide if I want to proceed with it or not. You see what I mean? So that's why I'm leaving doors open for other jobs, and I'm hoping that I have other jobs lined up and available for me. So that's what I'm looking at because I've heard horror stories that working at Amazon. So right now I'm like <sighs> hesitant to work for them, okay? And I have very good reasons for that too. So that's why. So uh, let's get on with the show today, okay, guys? I want to talk about these two articles that come from Breitbart and the Red State, okay? Robert F. Kennedy calls on Joe Biden to join him on the debate stage. And then on the red state, it says, Democrats blast DNC's refusal to hold debates in 2024 primaries, supposedly to be a democratic process. Here's the question for y'all. Why are the Democrats afraid of holding debates in the primaries? Why? Why? Why are the Democrats scared shitless, and scared out of their pants. Is it because, A, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has thrown his name in the ring to run for president, and they're afraid that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. may have better ideas than the Pino, or B, they don't want Joe Biden to, to, to debate in the primaries and in the general election because... They're afraid that he may get them to lose the election and ultimately, basically, his ideas will fall will fall faster than his damn fucking poll numbers. Could be, guys. Could be. But in in the Breitbart article, I'm gonna read you the headline. Democrat presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. called on President or the Pino, Joe Biden, to meet him on a debate stage in at town hall meetings throughout the country during the Democrat primary. See, I got no problem with that. I got no problem with hearing both sides, whether from Republicans or Democrats. I like, I, I'm all for the process. You see what I mean? I'm all for the process. The problem is... In the Red State article, Democrats blasted DNC's refusal to hold debates in the 2024 primary, supposedly be the Democratic process. So, in, 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 in the gist of the article, and I'll read you the first paragraph, the so oft-confused, cognitively impaired, like, Pino officially declared on Tuesday that his, on Tuesday, his re-election campaign, even before his the Democrats across the fruited plane ripped the DNC's decision to forego the party's 2024 primaries. So basically it's like this. Democrats don't want to hold primaries because they don't want they don't want their communist agenda to be exposed. They don't want their transgender agenda to be exposed. They don't. The Democrat Party, the Democrat elites, the socialists, and the communists in this country don't want to de- 
don't want to hold debates, don't want to hold town hall meetings, don't even want to, like, have primaries, because you know why? They don't want their I, their plans exposed. They don't want to have to de- they don't want to have to defend their ideology. Okay, simply put, guys, simply put, they do not want to simply have to defend their ideology. They simply want the other side to defend their stance, their issues, their beliefs, and all that, but. They don't want to do it themselves because you know why? They're power-hungry, greedy little thugs. That is simple as that. They're so power-hungry that they will do anything to, to basically stay in power beyond 2024. They will, they will literally do anything, including what? Civil, civil war, civil disobedience, riots, looting, burning, like that. They'll do anything in the world to to gain power, including using the Manchurian candidate, like the Manchurian Pino, which is what, Joe Biden, to be able to stay in power as long as they can. Because they know they can't run on their own ideas. They can't run on their own ideology. They can't even run on their own stance. Okay, they can't. They simply can't. That's why the Democrats are afraid to to have to have Joe Biden go on debates in the primaries and in town hall meetings. They're afraid because you know why? They simply can't stand on their own merits. They can't. But they simply want to force Republicans to stand on their own merits. But they don't as well. But the problem is, Democrats just want to seem to think that they want to be in power. They just want power. They have they. It's like a cocaine high for them. Okay, Democrats have this like insatiable drug addiction for power, and they'll do whatever it takes. But the minute you take them off that high on power, they're like they're like a drug addict having the worst withdrawal. Ever and to give you another analogy, guys, it's like just think of just think of a Democrat on, on like high up on power, okay? And as an EMT, you give you give a drug addict Narcan, you take them off their power. Same thing. Narcan could be that meaning that you inject debates, you inject town halls, it takes away their power. That's. That's that's why the Democrats are afraid of debates. They're afraid they're afraid of debates in the primaries because let's put it to you this way: if it was a choice between Joe Biden and Robert F. Kennedy Jr., you already know half the Democrats don't want him to run. So basically, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. may be the alternative to to Joe Biden. Okay, so this is why this is why some of the Democrats, especially the the trans cult Democrats, the socialists, the communist Democrats, the ones that are backed by the Chinese, they don't want debates because you know why? They don't want to defend their ideas. They don't want to to defend their merits. They don't want to defend 
their stance. They don't. They simply want power at the expense of others. And that's what's really going on, guys. They simply want power no matter what it takes. And basic and the bottom line is, and the bottom line is, Democrats are afraid of debates. They simply are. They're scared shit. They know if if Joe Biden has to debate Donald Trump in a in a general election, Donald Trump's gonna gonna smack him right across the debate stage. You know he would basically. I'm saying this in literal terms. Donald Trump would expose him so badly that. Let's just put it to you this way. No amount of cheating will will ever get the Democrats to win. No amount of cheating. Because the minute Donald Trump exposes the socialist, communist, Democrat party, and their ideology, and their platform, expose them for, for what they did to this country, it's all over. It is effectively all over. They are literally done. They are literally finished. In fact, it would be it would be the end of the Democrat Party as we know it. And that's why, guys, that's why I say like this, guys. They're afraid. They're afraid, you know? Because to me, Democrat Party is afraid. They are afraid of debates. They are. They are. They're afraid. Of debates for one reason. Because they know, guys, they know going forward, they know going forward, if Joe Biden has to debate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or Donald Trump, he's fucking screwed. And his whole party can go down in a fucking shitter. Pretty much. Pretty much, guys. His whole party can go down down in, in flames. Yeah. And that's why they're afraid of him debating, okay? So that's why they're trying to stop him from debating because they know that he's the key to staying in power. And if he, and if he debates, they're done. They are fucking screwed. They are done. They are finished. They are wiped off the planet, pretty much, guys. They are pretty much wiped off. Okay, it's kind of funny, but it's true. And and that's why the Democrat Party is scared shit out of their pants. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, guys, I want to talk about this other article from the Red State and Post Millennial. And it talks about the the special ed retard from New York City. Okay, the occasional cortex. Like AOC, she went on tw- she went on Twitter or or TikTok smirking about how she got Fox News to get Tucker Carlson deplatformed. I'm like, I'm looking at the and I'm and I'm watching this and I'm like, girls are girls girls shorter girls. Girl, girl's short of a dozen eggs here, man. <laughs> this girl 
basically is essentially a fucking poster child for why people like her should never, ever be allowed to attend college or ever be allowed to, to like, sit in, sit in Congress. For the fucking life of me, I always want to know, how the fuck did this retard get elected to office? How? How the fuck? How the fuck did this retard get in? I mean, seriously, she she goes on Twitter saying that she had a hand in in getting Tucker Carlson deplatformed, and she thinks deplatforming is great. I'm like, I'm like this. God, Buddha, what the fuck is going on in this planet? I'm like. Why do they let these stupid people onto this fucking third rock from the sun? That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. Because believe me, guys, believe me, ladies and gentlemen, believe me, these people are fucking stupid. These people are fucking asinine. These people are fucking retarded. Oh, yeah, guys, that's... That's good. That's good. Hot chocolate there, but for me, guys, AOC is like the poster child for why special ed kids should not be allowed to go to college. They should never be allowed. Okay, I'm like, I'm like going like this. She's the poster child for special education, and why, and why special ed. Kids like her should never be allowed to attend college. I pretty much look at that and I'm like, I'm like, she's she 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 has the she has the fucking nerve, okay? She has the fucking nerve to go on on social media saying, oh, she got a hand in in getting Tucker Carlson like like deplatformed. I'm like. Hello? Hello, retard. You didn't have a hand in getting Tucker Carlson, like, removed. Is the, did she for, did, did somebody forget to install brain cells into her? Because I'm thinking somewhere she must have drank way too much alcohol when she was working as a bartender. That's probably why she, she, she's, she... She doesn't think straight, okay? That's why she's clearly mentally retarded, okay? It's clear. It's clear. People like occasional cortex are like the kind of stupid that you often wonder. Did she hit her head when she was born? Did she basically fell out of her mother and hit her head on the floor? Because that's that's how you wonder how people like that came to be. You 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 really have to. You really have to, man. And I'm sitting there going, "Are you shitting me? Are you freaking kidding me?" I mean, yeah. You really have to wonder. You really, you really, really, folks, have to wonder how stupid how asinine 
and how fucking retarded AOC is. And to and for her to go online saying she had a hand when she didn't even do jack shit just speaks to me that she's just some retarded bimbo who basically got elected because she lived in a certain district and people felt sorry for her and they wanted her out of her district. So I don't know what the voters were thinking. Maybe they were thinking, well, get her out of the village and maybe get her in the D.C. <laughs> Whoever thought of that idea, man, should never be allowed to vote ever again, ladies and gentlemen. They should never, ever be allowed to vote again. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. These people, in my opinion, should not be allowed to vote, okay? Seriously, man. Seriously. Seriously, but to me, oh, man. It just, it just smacks the fact that people like AOC are the special kind of stupid that every time you see them say stupid shit online, you often wonder like this, how the fuck did this idiot ever get, get past the coat hanger? It's beyond me. Yeah, it is. It is. It is beyond me. Okay? Now, one thing I want to talk about, okay, guys, I want to talk about this, and there's several articles that are going to be compressed into one, okay? There seems to be a rise of transgender violence, okay? Which means, for example, you have, you have like, transgender people who are acting violent, who are acting extremists, Okay, who are going on social media threatening people saying, oh, if you block me from from going into the women's bathroom, it'll be your last thing you do. I'm like. I'm like this, I sit there and I look at this and I go. Where's law enforcement? What's what the fuck is law enforcement when you need them? Because these people make terroristic threats. And law enforcement doesn't do a damn, damn thing. But if a Muslim made terroristic threats, <laughs> I'm going to say this. If a Muslim did what a transgender cult terrorist did, you know the feds would be under, breaking down their door in less than two seconds. But since they're transgender... Terrorists, they're protected by, by the Democrats who are in power. Yeah, they pretty much are. They pretty much are. To me, guys, to me, guys, it's, ter it's terrorism, no matter how you call it. Even, for example, from the, Washington, from the Washington Examiner, from Tennessee to Montana, Democrats are now cheering mobs and state legislators. It seems to me that the Democrats are using transgender terrorist members to threaten and intimidate legislators into voting their way. That, to me, is terrorism. That, to me, is, is, is why Muslims are, are, are often the ones who, are, who have their doors knocked down on them and have law enforcement like 
pounding them. Okay? Give you another example. Just recently in Montana, okay, you had transgender terrorists storming the state capitol in protest, okay? And screaming at the top of their lungs, okay? Shutting down democracy. Yeah. And funny thing is, these other... If a, if a Republican or conservative did that, oh, you know the left would be demanding federal law enforcement, locking up, locking them up on, like like the January 6th protesters that are sitting, what, in a, in a prison cell somewhere? But since these are transgender terrorists, they're protected by the Democrats and including the corrupt DOJ, they're not going to do shit. They're probably just going to slap them on their wrist and, and say, no, you don't do that. But if a conservative did that, oh, oh, oh they'll be like this, going like this. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. They're going to be hauled off in handcuffs and thrown in a, in a prison cell. This is why I said this, guys. We live in a two-tier justice system in this country. We don't have, we don't have a justice system in this country. We have a banana republic, two-tier justice system. If you're a protected class, like, like BLM, Antifa, and a trans cult terrorist, you could you get away with literally everything, including fucking murder. But if you're a conservative, Trump supporter, GOP, or Republican, you get treated like if you're an Al-Qaeda terrorist or an ISIS terrorist. And you get treated like shit. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much, guys. But this is why, guys, we don't have a justice system in, in this country. We have a banana republic system. And the fact that Democrats are willing to use transgender cult terrorists, the violent kind, to threaten and intimidate people, just smacks... Just smacks like political violence. Yeah. It is. It is. The fact that they're willing that, the fact that like this, that you have transgender cult terrorist members who are willing to take up arms, which is illegal for them because, well, A, they have a mental illness. B, under the 19... Under the control, Gun Control Act of 1968, they are, by law, like, not allowed to possess a, a handgun or a rifle because they have a mental illness. And under the Gun Control Act of 1968, they are what they call a prohibited possessor. To me, ladies and gentlemen, to me, to me, ladies and gentlemen, sorry if you heard my phone. To me, ladies and gentlemen, that is that is what the the Democrats have often accused Republicans of doing. They're often accusing Republicans of just saying, "Oh, you're using proud boys. You're using like uh, Christians to to like basically basically brown shirt us." But then when Democrats do do the same thing. They're like, oh, no, 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 they're not doing that. 
it's like they they gaslight you, okay? They 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 gaslight you in the worst way. They lie, lie often, lie confidently, and they isolate you from the truth. And then at the same time, guys, they accuse you of the very thing that they're doing. It's funny when they accuse Republicans and conservatives of inciting violence like January 6th protesters and then storming and then storming like state capitals you know what I mean or storming the US Capitol but then the, but then all of a sudden when Democrats are doing when Democrats along with their Antifa BLM and trans cult terrorist groups when they do that they're like, oh no, that's not an insurrection. That's not an insurrection. But when, when public, but when, but when the other side, when Republicans do it, oh, they go like this. Oh, that's an insurrection. They should be like, ooh, ooh, let's get them. Yeah. To me, Democrats are, are fucked up. To me, yeah, they really are. And this is why Democrats want to stay in power. This is this is the ultimate the, to me, guys. Why do you think you see a lot of trans cult terrorist members taking up guns, like on like brandishing AR-15s and saying, "This is what we're gonna do if women don't allow us access into their bathroom." That to me is terrorism. That to me is violent extremist terrorism. And if and if the FBI ain't doing a damn thing. And going after these people, then I'm sorry to say this. We can't trust our federal government ever again. We can no longer trust our federal government. And we're going to have to invoke the 10th Amendment and leave it up to the states. And let the states deal with them. Okay? Because if we can't trust our federal government to crack down on, on terrorists, whether foreign and domestic, then it's going to be left up to the individual states to deal with it themselves because the FBI and the Department of Justice is corrupt beyond, beyond all recognition and we, we as American citizens cannot trust what they say ever again. Pretty much, guys. Pretty much. And this is why, guys, this is why I say this. I say this, the rise of transgender terrorist violence is because you have dangerous dudes who threaten, intimidate, gaslight, harass, hound, and even commit acts of, of terrorism against women, children, and society. And the Democrats cheer them on. And the Democrats shield them. To me, guys, every time when Democrats accuse, like, Republicans, conservatives, or independents, or saying, oh, look at what the Proud Boys are doing. Oh, look at, they're committing terrorism. What they're really doing is they're, they're, they're accusing the other side of the very thing that they're doing. Pretty much. And to me, and to me, guys, that's Max terrorism right there. That's Max terrorism in a nutshell. It really, it really does, guys. 
It really does. Okay. One thing I want to talk about, guys. There's this video that's out by the GOP. It's it's a remarkable video. Okay. This one is by the 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 GOP, and they're talking about beat Biden, and they used AI to demonstrate what would happen if Joe Biden won 2024, and it's a scary prediction. I have the video posted on my blog, and I will post the video link on my uh, podcast platform, but I am going to let you, I am going to tell you this when, when you watch it. It is a scary nightmare prediction if Joe Biden were ever to win 2024. It is a scary nightmare, okay? It is the stuff that not even Stephen King could write as a horror movie, okay? To me, it is one scary nightmare if Joe Biden were to win 2024. And it's why we need to we need to do everything in our power to make sure that Democrats do not gain power in 2024. Simply put, we need to make sure we need to fight hard, fast, and tooth and nail to make sure that Democrats never ever gain power. Because that video alone, guys, is as scary as it looks. Is a nightmare scenario. Okay? It's a really bad nightmare scenario if Joe Biden were to win 2024. And that's why we need to do all we can to stop him from winning. Because to me, if he wins in 2024, we're fucking done. This country's done. You can you can put a nail in the coffin and start talking about breaking the United States up into two, balkanizing the United States. Okay? You could talk about, for example, New England states leaving the United States and forming their own country. You can. Okay? You could talk about the Mid-Atlantic doing the same thing. The South, the West, or the Mid or or the Plain States, and then the West Coast doing their own thing. Okay? But to me, guys, it's a nightmare scenario that we don't want to repeat, okay? So this is why we need to do whatever it takes to make sure that Joe Biden does not win in 2024, okay? Which means if you have to, fight to make sure that all the state legislators are Republicans or at least hold the hold majority Republican seats, okay? If you if you got that, that's a guaranteed shoo-in to make sure that a Republican will will get the will get the White House. Yeah, we we need to do that. Okay, all right. So anyway, anyway, I want to talk about this real quick, guys. I want to talk. I want uh, before we end the show. I want to give my my personal viewpoints and, and feelings on this on on things. Lately, I've been stressed over trying to find a job, okay? I've been trying to find, like, a, a job 
in in the blue state of Connecticut. Right now, in the blue state of Connecticut, it's like it's so hard to find a job. Not a lot of jobs are here in this state. It's getting harder and harder to find work, and it's getting to the point right now that just to find a job is so difficult these days. Just to find employment is extremely tough. And I'm telling you, man, it is, it is, it is like depressing, okay? Because many times I have sent out resume after resume after resume. I still get nothing. I still get no hits. I still get no job offers. I still get no, I still get no, no employment offers. I don't. So for me... It's it's like I live in a blue state where jobs are hard to come by and the only job left is either taking a crappy job with Amazon knowing that you're going to be worked to death and knowing that you're going to be worked until you get injured and you have to leave and that will probably what hurt my physical, mental and psychological health. And at the same time, knowing that they're, that I live in a blue state where they don't they don't do a damn shit about trying to get jobs here and helping the working class. Yeah. Funny thing is, I tell people this. I have a college degree, but that college degree don't mean shit anymore. It doesn't. It it really doesn't. I mean, to me, having a college degree means nothing anymore. It it doesn't it it used to mean a lot back in the eighties and nineties, but now in like twenty twenty three, it means shit. It doesn't get me anywhere. It doesn't get me it doesn't get my foot in the door. It doesn't get my like basically a door opening f- for me. It doesn't. So that's why I tell people is like this. If you're going to go to college, go to college that will give you a job skill that you know you can go anywhere in the country and have have an employable job. I made that mistake a long time ago, and now I'm paying the price for it. The story goes is like this. When I was like in a special ed school in like 1993, and I was transitioning out back to like high school for my junior senior year I was offered to go to one high school like a public high school but I was never offered to go to a trade school because and I blame and I blame the special ed system at the time because the special education system at the time like didn't look at my future didn't look at like what, what kind of future would I have in my 20s, 30s, 40s? They didn't. So I was basically denied opportunities. Yeah. And as a result, here I am now. I have, like, what, a, a college degree? I have, what, an EMT license? But I don't have a job. I don't. So it just, it just plainly sucks. It does. It plainly sucks like shit. Yeah. 
But that's why I sit there and I go like this, is that I'm trying my hardest to find a good paying job, but no one, no, no employer is ever willing to give a shot or give me a chance. It kind of sucks. It kind of does. I have a LinkedIn profile, but I have no, but no employer has ever looked at it. No employer has ever offered me an interview or any, or or at least a job offer better than Amazon. No, none, none. That's why I go like this. I often blame Democrats for the shit I'm in. I blame Democrats for the fact that. I don't have a good paying job that I don't I, I'm not living the, the American dream because Democrats ruined it for me. Yeah, I, I, I'll say this up front and I'll say this bluntly that Democrats have ruined any chance of me ever having the fucking American dream or living the American dream or having a good paying job in this fucking country. Pretty much. That's why right now, today, when, as I'm sitting here, I'm trying to look for job after job after job after job, hoping that I can land a good-paying job that is easy on my schedule, that accommodates me very well, and that it, it very least pays me decent. But right now... I don't see that ever happening. I don't see the prospect of that happening because Democrats fucking killed the job market in this country. And especially the progressive Democrats of Connecticut, they fucking killed that. So that's why I don't see any hope or prospect of ever landing a job. I don't. And any, and any job out there is probably what? As shitty as it sounds... You know, I mean, I have a college degree, but a lot of employers out there don't even look at that. They don't even give me they don't even give me a chance to to hear my case or plead or or let me let me like have 15 minutes with them. They don't. So that's why I sometimes look at it like this. I know that no matter how hard I I send out resumes, no matter how much resumes I send out, no matter how much job offers I send out, I will hardly ever, never, ever have a job. I will never have a career. Okay? That's why, that's why I believe in one of my podcast episodes, I talk about how, like, how, like, if you have a career, you're, you're more privileged to me. This rings true today. If you have a career, if you have a good paying career, I despise you. I despise you like like, like hell. I despise you because you're privileged. You're more privileged than me. I I go from job to job to job, never never holding a never holding a job. My the longest job I've ever held was like four years, and that's it. Never held a job no more than no more than four years. Never. Because I never get to ha- never get to hold that long. And because because of my skin color, my race, my ethnicity, my disability, 
I never get to never get to have that because I, the way I look at it in America, you got to be privileged. You got to be the right skin color, the right ethnicity, come from the right neighborhood, or basically you got to be in with the right group. And to me, I'm not either of them. And as a result, I don't see any hope of me ever landing a job. I don't. And I don't see any hope of me ever having a career. I'm sorry to say this. There is no fucking way on God's green earth that I'm ever going to have a career in this country. And the the fact is, I'm probably never going to live the American dream because I'm never going to be able to, what, own my own home? Yeah. That's why I think like this. The American dream is a fucking American nightmare. It pretty much is. And that's why I know like this. I'll never live the American dream. I'll never. I'll never see it in my lifetime. I'll never see it. I'll never see a career. Okay? Because to me, you got to be privileged enough to have a career. A career is a form of like class privilege. And I'm not in the right class to have a, have a career. I'm sorry to say this. That's, that's reality. That's my reality. My reality is that I will never, ever have a career in this country. I'll never, because I'm not privileged enough. I don't belong in the right social or economic class. I don't. I literally don't. So that's why you will never, ever see me have a career in this country. And for, for any of my listeners out there that have a career, you're more privileged than I am. I hate to I hate to use the leftist playbook, but I'll say it. You have more privilege than I am if you have a fucking career and you own a home. Pretty much, you have you have way more privilege than I do. It, it pretty much is it, man. But like I said, man, I've been ever since I got let go of my other job in the beginning of April. I've been desperate to find work. I've been trying to find work like like ever since I got let go. And it's it's been like harder and harder and harder to find work. It has been and it's getting and it's getting worse under the progressive democrats, the democrats, the socialists, the communists here. It's getting harder and harder to find work. And it's like every day I wake up with a with a sense of like like despair knowing that how many resumes have I sent out, knowing that or how many applications I've applied online, knowing that I'm getting overlooked, knowing that I, I I'm I'm not given a chance or a fair chance. No, I'm not. It it just pisses me off. It just really does, man. And sometimes I think like this. I know I'm I'm never going to be treated equal. I'm sorry to say this. In in the United States of America, I am not treated equally un, under the laws of this country. I hate to say that. I hate to say it. In the un, in the United States of America, I am not treated equally. 
I am treated like what? A second, third, or fourth class citizen in this country. Yeah, under the fucking Democrats in this country right now, I am treated like a, a second or third class citizen in this country. I'm not treated equally like everyone else. I'm not given any, I'm not given equal opportunities like everyone else. I'm not. I'm treated like, like a fucking, like, like a nobody. In fact, probably dirt has more rights or probably dog crap has more rights than me. Yeah, that's, that's a sad reality. That is. But to me, the way I look at it, I know no matter what my socioeconomic status, my race, my disability, or my economic class or social class, I know I will never move up. I know I will never be able to get a good paying job or have have good opportunities. I know that'll never happen. But you know what? I just keep like I just keep like fighting for it and keep picking at it or basically like keep keep doing what I need to do until someone gives me an opportunity or gives me a shot at something. That's what I that's what I often hope for. That's why that's that's the only thing I ever hope for in this world right now. And as of today, that's what I'm hoping. That's what I always hope for in the world. I really do, guys. I seriously, seriously do. And that's why every day I wake up, I try to apply to many places that will have at least entertained an interview with me, hoping that I can convince them that I can, that I need a job from them. That's what I often hope for. That's what I often hope and pray for. I really do, guys. I really do. All right. So uh, anyway, guys, I thank you guys for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. I will see y'all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon. Bye for now.